What's up, crew? It's your boy, Guy the Stampede, a.k.a. Devin, a.k.a. Dad. For those of you that know me that way, we are in another episode. Welcome all to the Azure Cast. So today, I wanted to talk about some in-the-weeds things about what Azure has the future to be about. And it's something that I'm really passionate about showing people outside of gaming and especially within gaming. I think that'd be really cool to be able to permeate this idea out to the masses. And then as well, talk about a little unfortunate flub on my side, maybe not a flub, but um, some fun stuff with D&D. So let's just jump into it. So the thing I wanted to talk about to get in the weeds with is basically furthering your education and opportunities in gaming. And so what I mean by that is that a lot of people outside of gaming think that the video game industry is kind of this one encapsulating piece, which is design video games and um, esports, basically, for lack of a better set of phrasing. And what I think that people, a lot of people miss is that gaming in and of itself should be more of a hobby for people than a hard piece of competition. I think if a lot more people took gaming a lot less seriously, then it would make more sense for people to be more engaged with the content of making games versus or just interacting with games versus like trying to become the next esports legend. And to be frank, being the next esports legend requires a very specific kind of skill that is very in tune with how there's only a certain set of people that become pro athletes at all. It's the same kind of stuff. If you don't got it, you don't got it. And sometimes that's okay because you can still participate in smaller leagues you can make that gaming thing a hobby of yours. It doesn't have to be your end-all, be-all, professional gaming-level thing. Um, and I think what's beautiful about that is that even getting involved in smaller leagues, whenever you're just in like the pro-am scene, it's still really beneficial to the game that you play and very beneficial to esports at large. And you get a lot of really cool marketing, op- or not op- marketing, but... Um, you get a lot of really cool networking opportunities when you go to these events often enough and you just build family, you build friends. It's beautiful. And as long as you treat the game like that, you can still be serious about it, but you don't. You just have to put it into perspective that it's not your livelihood. Um, but even then, on the pro-am side, there's a lot to get in the weeds about, like volunteering for different organizations and doing all kinds of other little things that are more your speed when you're talking about being within the competitive space. And so the other parts on this is that if a lot more people, I'm gonna keep saying this, if a lot more people just took gaming less seriously, they could focus on their actual passions. And for some people, like um, my friend Matt, he is all about music. And Whenever you're in the gaming sphere, you can also make music for games. That's a really big part. There are, there are a lot of people who need composers to make beautiful moments within games. And 
one of the great things is I can point directly to Destiny 2 for this. And that's people love the soundtrack of Destiny 2. People love the soundtrack of Halo. And people love the soundtrack of like even Overwatch themes. Like there's a lot of really good stuff out there. And you don't have to be in the big money games to follow your passions. So things like movies or music. Um, yeah, even movies, if you like animation, there's a subset of gaming that's just animation styles and learning what kind of animation things you want to do can lead you into actually making games for people to do just animation stuff. And there's um, concept artistry, so you don't even need to be able to make moving art, just regular, just regular beautiful pieces of art. There's that of modeling, which modeling, you don't even need to have really good art capabilities. You don't need to be able to make these crazy looking uh, models for, for game characters like you would see in the finals for like League of Legends and stuff like that. Minecraft style modeling is a thing that definitely exists. Rigging, uh, stuff like that, it's, it's great. And just being involved in video games and following your passion outside of just simply playing the game can get you into so many different spheres. And like, on top of that, there's marketing that's in it. There's HR that's in all of that. There's, uh, there's like, like what we're doing here for food, for the tavern, like there's food to be done in this. And there's therapy and there's all kinds of really cool stuff. So like, if you make gaming and you understand it as your hobby, you can really expand what you love into something that you like to do and really focus on it. And there's all kinds of employment opportunity when it comes to that. Even stuff like voice acting, like video game voice acting is a thing. People need voice actors. It's beautiful. And I hope that the tavern being involved in all the little events that we're gonna be doing, trying to get so many different people, just like industry professionals involved in our work, just to have all these little things together it would be really cool to see more people grow into the gaming industry as a whole, instead of trying to just force themselves into this kind of like esports role, thinking that that may be the only thing that puts them in the mood to be, I don't know, this gamer person as an identity. And so, yeah, we'll probably talk further about that in another podcast. There's a lot to, to get in the weeds about, and it's a beautiful subject in my opinion. And I can't wait to see more of like what we get to do in regards to that. And so moving on to our next spot, it'll be my little flub. And so I got into a D&D Gundam session with a a buddy of mine. And uh, he was like, yo, do you usually play? And I was like, dude, I'm stoked. I'm on it. And whenever... We got our first session in, I was really nervous, and I got in, and things went great as usual, and people laughed, and it was fun. <laughs> and then, uh, as the pandemic started to, uh, well, I guess come to a close, so to speak, it started to become more and more apparent that like my time is gonna be taken away by doing my other main passion, if you will, of, with Land All Night, and, 
I ended up needing to leave the actual game. And so I was so sad. But on the other hand, I was also kind of relieved that, man, I don't have this thing to think about anymore. And so it's just, I didn't realize how much I wanted to be a part of a D&D session, but only from what I guess is the, the story side of it. I love the stories in D&D. I love the player interactions in D&D styles campaigns. And I want to really keep up with what we had going on or what they had going on. And I hope that I'll be able to, to get more updates and all that kind of stuff. But man, I just wanted to pose this question out to all of you. Is there ever something that you really wanted to get your hands on, get deep into, and then you get your hands on it, you get deep into it, and then it just ends up not being the thing that you wanted, whether that was wanting to do a D&D session or a game that you thought you really were gonna enjoy, and as soon as you started playing it, you just didn't like it at all. And just tell me what was going on there. So you can always leave those comments in a audio format in the Anchor app, which is where we're streaming from right now. As well, you could always put that kind of stuff in the comments section on Facebook and all that good stuff. But I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here and be done with it. Try to keep this as short and beautiful as I can. So as always, feast, hype, unite, peace crew. Thank you.